This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How you doing? And the crowd is happy. Well, after that applause, how, how bad could I possibly be? You're good. You're good. And we're excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on the talk radio station in Philadelphia, WPHD Talk Radio 1210. And we are the only real estate show in town, so get your friends to tune in to find out what's going on with this market. If you want to ask ask us a question about residential, mortgages, commercial, real estate, whatever, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. Listen to this show on the air and also on Odyssey. So what's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. You can get a mortgage with Deanne and buy a bunch of investment properties. There you go. And we're here every week just to answer your questions. So what's coming up today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A, and we are on part five of six. five, yes. And we, of course, have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Can I use the equity in my current home to purchase another? It's a hot topic. A lot of people have a lot of equity and... Let's take advantage of it. Mark, we also have our questions from our audience. The first question is, I'm looking to rent a home and have good income, but a credit score of 590. Is it possible for me to find a realtor to work with me? Next question is, can I refinance my home if we already did one before? Next question is, what's the difference between the asking price and the estimated value of a home? Next question is, I want to list my house as a corporate lease, fully furnished, move-in ready. Is there a market for this type of rental? And last question is, could I become a first-time homeowner with Social Security being my only income? Hmm. Mark, we also have our our topic of the day, is now a good time to become a real estate agent? Well, that seems fitting. Yes. But first, give us your motivational quote. 
And a motivational quote is, dreams are today's answers to tomorrow's questions. So if you can dream it, you can see it, you can get there. And that answers all the questions. Very good. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So the last market report I talked about what was happening with the commercial market. So this week, we're going to talk about the Philly metro housing market is showing signs of continued competition as prices continue to rise. Days on the market are falling. While the spring market saw a seasonal uptick in activity, it's not as busy as it would have been during a typical spring prior to the pandemic and uh, this administration. With March sales being down compared to a year ago and significantly lower than before the pandemic. However, the region's housing market's picking up. Uh, Bright, that's the local MOS, suggests that the housing market will stabilize and gather steam in the second half of 23. They will examine the 23 market report for the Philly metro area, analyzing key findings such as closed sale, median price growth, days on the market, and also home demand index, and they provide insights into what's happening. And the March 23 report Philadelphia Metro Housing had higher closed sales, more showing activity, and homes selling more quickly in the spring of 23. However, the market is still core than normal. March sales were down compared to a year ago, significantly lower prior to the pandemic. And Bright shows that the market saw another month of gains from its limited classifications in January and the index for Philadelphia Metro in they have these weird numbers like 83, which nobody can figure it out. But anyway, the key findings were March sales were, were down compared to a year ago, also significantly lower than pandemic. The median days on the market took a dive from three weeks in January and February of 2023 to 13 days in March. Wow. And that's actually went up a little because we are one time we ate seven days. New pending sales rose in March of 23 in Philly metro areas were 25.4% lower than March of 22. So sales are down, but people are still buying houses. You got to take that into relative 25%. You know, like when they say uh, inventory went up 20%, we're adding like 500 houses. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so all of it's relevant. The median price rose, though, 5.5% year over year. Fastest price growth among the major metro areas in the Mid-Atlantic. Inventory in Philly metro was less than 40% of what it was in March of 2019. 40%. That's the biggest problem. The forward-looking home demand index suggests that while housing market is picking up this spring, the typical seasonal bump is smaller than it was a year ago, which we keep talking about. But the public doesn't. And I tell you, I've been, I cruise the news stations and I watch Chowie Payne. I try to catch Chowie Payne right. in the afternoon on Fox Business. I like Chowie. You don't get into politics. He only gets into politics when he sees bad things and he points them out. But they hardly ever talk about real estate. Always the stock markets and the Bitcoin and all the other stuff. But they hardly ever give any detail on real estate. I wonder why. So, yeah, because it, they don't talk about good news. If it bleeds, it leads. Now, what's the headlines in the papers this week? Six people shot at a funeral. You know, give me a break. Right. 
why don't people want to come to work in a Philly? Like our topic, we talked about that last, last week. Last week, right. They didn't understand why they don't want to come to the office in Philly. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't want to get shot. <laughs> it's an easy one. Right. So speaking right, so of- tell, yeah, tell us about the rates. Yeah, speaking of shot, let's give these rates a shot and get a new home. Your 30-year fixed conventional, 6.875%. Your 15-year fix is at 6.5%. Your 30-year FHA is 6.5%, along with your VA at 6.5%. Now, don't forget, your VA is 100% financing. Your FHA is only 3.5% down. And with your conventional, we can get you into that home with 3%. So don't stick with the myth thinking that we need 20% down. And they're predicting rents to go up three to five percent next year in Philadelphia. Yeah, and the rates to go down. I mean, that's that, the prediction. And yeah. the rates to go down. So I mean, it's like this forty-eight percent of Philly actually went up to forty-eight point two percent. I just don't understand it. It's like that movie Fargo, and he, when she's driving at the end with the criminal in the back seat, I just don't understand <laughs> it. It's for just about a little bit of money. <laughs> That's a great movie. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Hey, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD All Positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So I got one for you. So this husband and wife, they retire to this condo right on the golf course. And this one's just like current with everything that's going on. And they figure they're going to play golf every day and they join their retirement together. Well, the husband gets on the first tee the day they're getting ready to shoot their first shot in his retirement. He stops and he turns to the wife. He says, you know, 
We're going to be living here on this golf course and playing golf together all the time for a long time. He goes, but I got something I got to get off my chest before we can move forward and enjoy our retirement. She says, what's that? He says, well, years ago, I cheated on you with one of our neighbors. It's been bothering me forever. She says, well, I have something to tell you, too. Before I met you, I was a man, and I had a sex change operation. Husband screams. He goes, and you've been hitting from the red tees all this time? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. If you for have you, a funny for you golfers, they give the women an extra what twenty yards. It depends. It depends on the hole. I mean, I think all that stuff should be gone because you know, first off, the boat, women and children, equal pay. You know, I think that days are over. <laughs> I play from the white tees. Just plus, so she's outnumber us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the Ann Kat Cyrus from Green Tree Mortgage, the largest mortgage company in the world. <laughs> and they're right over at the bridge and they can take care of you. All you got to do is call her. And her topic is, can you use the equity in your current home to buy another one. You know what else is great? This is a great. You price. actually got the topic correct. I'm like, you know what? You think my batting average is, my batting average is not bad. I'm at least 500. Your batting average <laughs> is not good. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Over 15 years, I think I've hit a lot of them. Okay. I'll get Frank. How do you do? I think I've been doing Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely under 500. Sorry. <laughs> anyway can you use the equity in your current home to buy another one and the answer to that is yes so give me a call at six i'm sorry so you may be thinking that now is a great time to buy a second home or even an investment property and having enough money for your down payment on a new home is often one of the biggest struggles that homeowners face and many people don't want to tap into their 401k which is now their to a one and a half um, for yeah, for no. cash right now, but it's actually not a bad idea. But you may be yeah, actually it is a good idea to get that money out of there into real estate and let it work for you. Um, yeah. But you may be wondering if it's possible to actually tap into the equity you have in your existing home. So for some homeowners, you may be able to leverage the equity that you've built up in your existing home to actually buy another property. And there's a few options that you can actually use your equity in your house. And you always want to make sure that you consult your accountant to find out if there's any tax implications. Um, So let's look at some of the options that you may have to tap into the equity. The first one is you could refinance your existing property. The first option, um, it's a cash out refinance with a home loan. And a cash out refi, it allows you to tap into the equity in your home and actually take cash out. So we're paying off the first mortgage. You're getting a new mortgage, but you're getting cash in hand. And this cash can actually be used to remodel your home. It can be used to pay off bills. It could help put your kids through college. And it can also be used as a down payment on another property. Keep in mind with those 27, 28% credit card debt, not a bad idea. 
There's often seasoning requirements on your down payment funds when you buy a new home. So you want to check with me um, to make sure that we know what the requirements are. But refinancing your existing property may allow you to top in, tap into the equity and just use it for another home. Can I ask you a question? No. What, how so about the interest- you, <laughs> rather than refi and maybe right? get a higher rate with somebody that's got a three or something like that percent, what about doing this with a, uh, a line of credit on, on your house? You know, it's a great question, Mark, because the second option is to take out a second mortgage. <laughs> and that's to tap into the I'll- equity of your existing home is the takeout we call a home equity line of credit. So then you don't mess with your origin, your great rate you got a couple of years ago. Correct. So yeah. it works like a line against your home. So you don't have to draw all the funds with a HELOC, which again is the home equity line of credit. Your home may provide you with the funds needed to buy a home as a rental or even consider buying a home to fix it up and sell. So you could take out, like for instance, we bought a home and we took out a $100,000 line of credit against our home. We purchased, we used it as a down payment for another home and we recently sold that home. So we were able to pay back that line of credit. That's how I did flips. Yep. And that's how, and now we keep it open. So anytime we have access to that hundred thousand dollars and as long as there's no balance, we have no payment. Right. And that's uh, basically how I started doing flips. I did a line of credit like that. I used it for the down payment and the repairs. And when I sold the house, I paid it down, but yep. I kept it open. Right. Exactly. And there, and there is you know, a downside to that because the equity lines of credit usually have a variable interest rate, which means your payment could skyrocket over the course of time, which is what happened. I mean, we got the, inter- you know, the, the HELOC at a very low interest rate. And by the time we sold the house, it was at 8%, which was insane. Right. So um, if we would have kept it any longer, we would be paying the rent for the tenants that we had in there. So Yeah, but, but then if you sold it and then you cashed out, it still was a win-win. It was a win-win for sure. We just It'd did it like at the right time. It be like using a hard lender. You know, a right. hard lend- I, I had a hard lender. I remember him years ago. I used to use him, and he would give you the cash and basically – you signed a uh, man. What's the term? Uh, where a note. he uh, yeah, a special clause in the note though. Because I remember when I did my first flip, my broker said to me, "Do you know what you signed there?" Because it basically you were signing like if anything went wrong, the property went to him. Oh, absolutely. But you had to pay six points. You could oh, settle geez. in. You could settle in a week. Right. But it was like fast cash, and then you did the. I did the flip, and then paid him off. And I kept, I did a bunch of them. And then he said to me one day, he goes, you know, why don't you throw some of these my way? I said, well, why don't you stop charging me six points? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And but, all he would do is drive up in his Volkswagen to make sure the house was there and they give you the money. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a little, it's not that expensive now to do it. It depends on the hard money lender, but, you know, using that equity that's in your home is definitely an upside um, especially if you have a plan for it. So they do happen to have, you know, shorter terms rather than the standard mortgages, which means right. you may have a larger monthly payment to manage. So if your payment falls within your budget, then a cash out refinance, it may, it might make sense, but don't hesitate to reach out. Let's see if this is a good option for you. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. Yeah. I mean, somebody buys bought a house three, four years ago at 
3%. And now over four years of equity or whatever, maybe they put more money down. And then, But right. they have a bunch of equity. They do this. They buy a two-by-two two in my neighborhood. They're going to get 2400 a month per apartment. Right. And that's a win, man. No, it is a win. And I've been, we've been looking. I definitely think I want to get a duplex. So, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, a good realtor, if you need one, I'll, I'll keep my <laughs> eye out for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we are going to take a break, Mark, and then we're going to come back and do our questions and answers. All right. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. We will be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So we're at the end. Mark, we're at our question and answer segment. And our first question is, I'm looking to rent a home and have good income, but a credit score of a 590. Is it possible for me to find a realtor to work with? Yeah, you can find a realtor to work with. The 590 might be a problem. Uh, you know, and, and my other question is, how do you know it's 590? Right. And the other thing is you could possibly, depending on the credit, you could possibly get an FHA loan with a 590. Yeah. And, and the one thing is that misconception of what my credit score is. Now we talked about a few months ago about common names, Smith, Johnson. Right. I mean, if you got a common name, I guarantee you there's some stuff in your credit report that's not you. And before I went renting, I would call Deanne and see what my situation is because I might be able to buy, surprisingly, just because they might think you need the 20% down myth and whatever right. else. So, right. you know, and if they are a 590, realistically, maybe 
you talk to Deanne, and we had a little plan, and eight, nine months from now, you're a 620, and right. you're in good shape. Right. And don't put, so now you want to join the 48% of Philly that's running my join, <laughs> join the other group, the group that owns. Take the leap. Really. And if you don't the ask, the answer ownership. is no. Exactly. What's the next one? All right. So the next question is, can I refinance my home if we already did it once before? Yeah. Of course, you can refinance as long as it is a benefit. There's a tangible benefit for you doing the refinance you can. Yeah, I've done that many times, <laughs> especially especially <laughs> in the two thousand early 2000s when it was like money was flying around. Yeah. But most of the time I used right. to do it for investment pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I said, as long as there's a tangible benefit for it. Um, all right. Question number three, what's the difference between the asking price and estimated value of a home? Well, the estimated value, according to townships, wherever you're at, can be a lot different. I mean, you're. But is that that's the assessed yeah, the assessed- value. They're asking about the estimated value. So the the asking price is what the seller is asking for the house to be sold, and the estimated value is what they're assuming the value is without an actual appraisal. Yeah, which you need a professional to get involved Based on comps. and right. to really do that for you. That's the big problem with for sale by owners right there. Like they don't know, yep. their, their big stumbling stone out of the gate is what do I put the house up for? Because they go to Trillo right. and Zulia, Zillow and all, Z- and all them Zillow. sites and they're all yeah. actives. So that's not what's sold near you. And then they heard that right. Joan across around the corner sold for two fifty, and that's not, that's not the way to price a home. So you want most agents will do this for you for free, just to have the meeting and a possibility of getting a listing. They'll show up and do a market a CEM a comparable market analysis for you, and give you a ballpark figure of what they think that house is worth compared to the competition and what's sold. And what's active and what's bad. Very good. All right. Question number four. I want to list my house as a corporate lease, fully furnished, move-in ready. Is there a market for this type of rental? I don't understand understand the corporate lease. That's not a good idea. I would do it as an LLC. There's a big myth about corporate. Yeah, maybe that's what they Because there's a big myth about corporations. I have a friend that uh, did something. He thought he was really being smart because he believed – that he couldn't be sued because he had a corporation because it's a, a imaginary person technically. But the problem with a corporation is, and this is a big myth with the public, that corporations don't pay taxes. Well, corporations pay double the taxes because they pay the corporate tax and then they pay the tax on what they actually made. So doing an LLC or an S-corp, most investors do their Per, uh, their properties as LLCs for tax purposes. Cor- and also for protection. Yeah, and but corporations, you get taxed twice, which yeah. a lot of people the don't other, understand that. They're asking if there's a market for this type of rental. Yeah, and, a, you know, with it fully furnished and move-in ready, I mean, look at Airbnb. That's what I was just going to say, Airbnbs. And, now, yeah. and they were doing really good. Now the governments all around the country are trying to get involved and figure out how to get more money out of these people, which I think they should just leave them alone. But uh, 
Yes. And the lease could be month. It could be for a few months. It could be a year. Everything's negotiable. So, you know, you want to lease your house for the summer because you spend your summer down in Florida, your winter in Florida or something like that. All that's possible. That's the cool thing about real estate. There's there's so many options and so many opportunities. Yeah, you know what that you can do. You know what would be good good is like when I go to, we go to Greece, I'm always worried about the dog. So if I could rent out my house for those 2 weeks, they have access to the pool and then they could have access to the dog. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, rent it to like a 20-year-old would have been yeah, 100 friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He'll like that strobe light around the pool as they crack the keg. <laughs> What's the next one? The next question is, could I be a first-time homeowner with Social Security being my only source of income? Of course. And just keep in mind, the definition of a first-time home buyer is someone who hasn't owned a home in the last three years. So as long as you qualify, yes, social security could be your only source of income. The only problem with social security is the amount, how far you can buy. I mean, uh, you know, maybe a condo or something or in a certain neighborhood, you might be able to get away with it. But the way the prices are, you know, I don't know, what's the most you can get on social security? Three grand? I, I mean, it depends. It depends on your income. I mean, we've, We've used couples, and the only source of income they had was their was Social Security. Actually, a friend of you know, a friend of yours, um, who I'm having conversations with right now, but their only source of income is Social Security. So, yeah, it can be used. Yeah, and it could be five grand a month. You know, it could be. Yeah, yeah. all depending uh, on how much you get. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So coming up next, Mark is going to be our topic of the day. And the topic is, is now a good time to become a real estate agent? All right, very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News from Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT Talk Radio. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. 
Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Hey, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day. And our topic of the day is, is now a good time to become a real estate agent? And this is an age-old question because people always ask me about this, not knowing I own a real estate school. When considering a career, and there's a lot of people that are shifting careers. Actually, my bass player in my band wants to talk to you about that solar thing. Uh, cool. But is now a good time to be an agent? The short answer is yes. There's, it's always a good time to get a real estate agent license. To have a license, it gets you involved one way or the other. But there are some things to consider if you're planning to start your career. Keep reading for, you know, do your due diligence. Uh, even in shifting markets, real estate agents make money. I mean, in the worst real estate market in history in my lifetime was 2008. And that was the first time the market crashed in 70 years. People still made money. Now, real estate agents that didn't know what they were doing were out of the business. But the ones that did survived that market and made money. Three reasons why it's a good time. It's always a great time to get become a real estate agent, really. It's true even in what's happening with all the markets over the last couple of years predicted slowdown in 2023. But I know agents right now are kicking butt. The ones that lead generate correctly are fine. The ones that aren't not doing it, they're struggling a little bit. And the dream of home ownership always remains true. Surveys results from recent studies by Bankrate found that three quarters of Americans consider owning a home more important than a college degree having and having a successful career, even raising a family. They think owning a home is more important than those things. Homeownership is still a central goal of many Americans, and investing in real estate continues to be one of the lowest risk, highest returns to build financial wealth. You just mentioned that 401ks, they they took a beating this year Why anybody in real estate is still appreciating. Even in volatile markets, there's a demand for housing. Americans continue to purchase homes, sell homes, buy second homes, downsize, invest in income property, whether it's a seller's market, buyer's market, or a nobody's market, you know? I mean, (laughs) even in the worst market in Philly Metro, there's like 6.7 million people live in Philly Metro. Somebody's buying or selling no matter what, no matter what. So everybody can find a success in a real estate business, real estate career is that it's relatively easy to learn. It's not rocket science. Nowhere there's, there, there's, you can make a lot of success. There's stability to thrive. The U.S. real estate mar- market is a trillion-dollar business and a vital sector of the U.S. economy and accounts for nearly 18% of the gross domestic pro- product, the GDP, in 2022. The complete stock of the U.S. housing value is over $43 trillion. With so much of the pie to go around, every agent can make their own success 
in a myriad of ways of working in real estate. Real estate agents continue to enjoy high job satisfaction. There's a there's a reason so many workers change career and decide to become a real estate agent each year. And it's not just because of the promise of big commission checks. Real estate agents enjoy one of the highest job satisfactions of all industries in the U.S. Agents regularly report feeling more fulfilled day to day because they can help people achieve their goals of ownership. These are the S's and C's. And like Dr. A talks about, they want to help people and it makes them have happy help them. They enjoy flexible schedules. They're not on a time clock. They have unlimited income potential. So there's no limit. Like there's no cap. You're not stuck in a job that you're only going to get a 3% raise every once in a while. Right. And plus now you're on your own boss. You own your own business because most real estate agents are independent contractors. So that means they might work for a real estate company, but they personally own their own business. They're an entrepreneur and they go on the work on their and they're in the ingo environment. It's something busy. It's never boring, never boring. And I don't care how many deals you did in, as a real estate agent, two or you never do two exactly the same. And you're right. continuously learning. Anybody that says they know everything about real estate is lying because you never stop learning in real estate. And these benefits are the cornerstone of the real estate career, regardless of the state of the market. But there's some considerations when you're starting. You probably learned that it's unique time to work in real estate, which is always its unique time. The 2023 market is expected on the go a rebalance after two years of listing shortages, bidding wars, historically low mortgage rates, properties flying on the contract in record time, all the stuff that we've been talking about. This may seem concerning if you're just starting down your path to get a license, but it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. Keep in mind, these factors to begin your journey in the real estate, let them guide your business strategy as a new agent. Is it a good time to become an agent? Yes. Regardless of the market conditions, becoming a successful real estate agent is possible for everyone who enters the business in 2023 and beyond. Now, a couple things I've learned from being an agent, running offices, owning a real estate school, the market's always going to shift. And it's a given, it's a given in real estate. That's why developing core marketing and lead generation skills are key. You need to build and grow your business because it's your business. You're the owner. And don't, my personal opinion, make sure you go to a really good real estate school. I own one, <laughs> Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, but be careful. There's all kinds, everybody's, it's like housing. They all search online for real estate schools and you got to be very careful. There's three or four big schools out there that it's all, PowerPoint presentations, but they don't point it out until you get in there and they are cheaper than what I try to charge $500, but it's still, they're 300 bucks, 270, and they have these great advertisements. And then you find out once you get in there, there's no teacher and you're reading 75 hour PowerPoints and you're on your own. I get about 20 of them students a month and they usually hang in about four or five months before they give up. And then they come to a school with a live instructor. You need a live instructor. You're not going to learn any kind of life skills in real estate or ethical skills in real estate by reading PowerPoints. 
trust me, I get I get these students all the time. And then plus in my school, we actually give you a coaching session called zero to 20 million in production because your database and what your database is, is basically all your friends, everybody in your phone, everybody in your email that you have met at least one time. That is the core of your business because everybody knows about a hundred people. So if you got a hundred people in your database, you have access to 10,000 people. That's where all the business is. A lot of agents, the big mistake make today is sending out the Philly schedule and the Eagle schedule and the calendars and the emails, which nobody reads all that junk. Just make sure you go to a good real estate school. And then after that, and you pass your state test, make sure you join a good company with training and not just put your name on a list and never hear from anybody. So that's my advice, but it's always a good time to get a license. And if you want to get a license today, reach out to Mark at 267-266-5501. Or Google Good News, uh, not Google, <laughs> PhiladelphiaRealEstateClasses.com. All right. So we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A, and we are up to part five of six on motivating without money. Hey, Dr. Abelson, how are you? I am doing fantastic. How are the two of so- you? Fabulous. We're good. So what is part five? What's the title here? Well, we're going to talk about, we, we call it aesthetic, and aesthetic usually deals with beauty, which is one of the things that aesthetics like, uh, but they really like to have a balanced work life. So meaning that they want to have a balance between work and home, all right? So the extent to which that you can demonstrate your respect for their home time is, is, is also motivational for them. It's, it's not really about the money for aesthetics uh, because they're very, very different from the one style that we're going to look at next time that focuses uh, on money. Uh, so they, they like this notion of balance. They like to have a system, right? So they and the traditionals like religious types of approaches because there's a system for living. You know, it, it gives them that idea. So, so if you give them a structured workplace, that also gives them, you know, it's highly motivating for them. Uh, and, and they appreciate their surroundings and they have an interest in the arts. Uh, and, and that's a really important aspect of the aesthetics. So if you wanted to give them compensation related issues, don't give them a pay raise because once you give them a pay raise, you always have to give them that amount of money. Plus give them tickets to a show or give them tickets to, to some theater or, or, or something local that deals with the arts. And every time that you want to really reward them, you can give them one of those and you totally control how much money you're spending. That's, that's an interesting thing. That's something like, you know, rather than, cause I, a lot of employers, they should use your tools cause they all think it's all about money and it's not. Money doesn't make yeah, people it's happy. Not. It's not. It solves problems, but it doesn't make you happy. But just so the audience knows where we're at, we're, we're, this is part five. So what was part one, two, three, and four of this series? What we did is we looked at uh, individualistics who like to be in control. Right. We looked at socials who have a selflessness, all right, and they love other people. We looked at traditionals who like to have a structure in the relationship. We looked at theoreticals who like to learn just for the sake of learning. And today we're looking at aesthetics, all right, who, who like to have this balance in life, who have an interest in beauty and things. Um, and, and they like to have harmony in relationships with other people. So that's very, very important for them. And having that type of underpinnings is rewarding enough as it is. And, and it was interesting, Mark, you said that people are motivated by money. I've actually done three studies over the last two decades that 
demonstrates that people don't leave because they're getting more money, even though in the real estate industry, that's why they tell you that they're leaving. They leave because of management. They leave because they're not appreciated. They leave because they feel abused or not respected. All right. That's more than 50% of the time. That's why they leave about a quarter of the time. They leave for personal reasons or family reasons, or they're just retiring. All right. And the other quarter leaves because of money. So it's mostly something else other than the money. And like, if you have a really good culture in your office, aesthetically, this would really mean a lot. Like I I remember in 08, when I opened the Keller Williams in Philly, we had such a good culture. My part, my office was packed all the time and they used to do Friday lunches and the agents would do it all. It wasn't me. They would do all these things just so they could all get together. And socials. And you can have other people do that in your office, whether it's real estate or something else. So the issue is, what is motivational for them? And the only way to really figure that out is to take an assessment from us, because you can think you know what it is, but you really don't unless they take one of our really, really accurate assessments. So if you're interested- I had different committees in my office, and my I thought my most important committee was the cultural committee. Absolutely. So contact us at succeededableson.net, and we'll be happy to show you how this all works. Very good. That was a good. That was good. Very good. Thank you, Dr. Ray. And if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in, our sponsors for keeping us on the air. We're still look, we got two spots for sponsors if you want to join our team. Contact me. It's not that expensive. Giant audience. Be on the radio and online on Odyssey. So tune in every Saturday at 1 o'clock. With that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All positive all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded.